Welcome to Top Gun Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the movie Top Gun one minute at a time. I'm your pilot, Brian Kaboom Boucher. And again, Curtis Kilroy Blaze. It's so weird to hear it said that way. So <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's hard to say it. <laughs> I told you the story about how I got that name. Yeah. What I, I it's always had a last name too. Like for my whole life, it's always Kilroy McFadden. You know. You know. As much as <laughs> I'm, I'm a nerd, just like all our other movies by minute guys. You know, I've been. I'm more of a. I consider myself more of a dorky nerd, but whatever. But <laughs> I, I, I have never played Dungeons and Dragons in my life. What? Yeah. Never played it. I'm literally I'm literally a car- a player in a real play live play Dungeons and Dragons podcast right now. Yeah. Is it the one with uh Robert Black? It is. It's called uh Something at Home. He's going to kill me for not knowing the name of it. <laughs> Alone at Home? That's not right. Damn it. So yeah, I've never played. I watched like the. I remember there was a, a like a Dungeons and Dragons like animated show. Are you talking about the eighties cartoon show? Yes, I remember that. I used to watch it, and but that's all. And, you know, my friends played it. You know, they play like Dungeons and Dragons or or Magic the Gathering, and you know all that kind of stuff. And I just never got into it. Wow, so in 1984, let's say, you were nine. Well, I, I was I'd say in 86, when this came out, I was nine. I okay, was 86, you were nine. Yeah. Which is like about fifth grade. Do I have that right? Yeah, about that. Seven, eight, third, fourth, something? Maybe. Something like so that. you're almost the perfect age for Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, yeah. Oh, all like my right friends. Right at his height and right at the right age. Yeah, oh, all my friends were all into it. No, I just wasn't. I, I was more into music. So I was... I had gotten my first guitar. And I was trying to learn how to play it. And yeah, that's what I did. Hey, we should talk about Top Gun. Yeah. We should talk about, talk about Top Gun. Yeah, Minute 93 begins with being airborne and ends with asking about Willard. Hmm. <laughs> that's, a, that's a new name. That's a, that was the exciting thing for me in this movie where it's like, oh, new pilot alert, Willard and Simkin. Yeah. Have we heard about these guys at all ever nope. Nope. before this minute? Nope. Brand new. Willard and Simpkin. Yep. And I'll Those tell are you some what... boring call signs, man. <laughs> uh, we'll get we'll get to that. I'll tell you about it. Oh, you know about it. Okay, uh, yes. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Mavericks Maverick takes off from the uh carrier again, right? But this time he does this aileron roll. You know, yeah, I was going to ask you if you knew why that was. Well, here's the thing. They thought it was cool. They thought you know, <laughs> Tony Scott was like, I want him to take off and then go straight into a, a roll. And the Navy is like, he can't we do, do that. that. We can't do that. <laughs> the The weight of the plane and, you know, um, the way it moves, if they were to go straight into a roll as they take off, they would go right into the ocean you know, right. from the, from, from the weight displacement stuff, you know? So they're like, but we really want this shot. It'd be really, really neat, you know, doing a roll and having the ship in the background and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Lloyd Bozo Abel 
a pilot. A pilot. Okay, who, Bozo. Bozo, who we've talked about Bozo before. Uh, Bozo is the guy who did the flyby at the at Miramar. You know, he buzzed the tower. The only guy to ever buzz the tower. Yeah. <laughs> Same guy. Really, really good pilot. You know. And you know, they mounted the they had mounted the cameras on the plane. And he said the only way we're gonna be able to pull this off is to basically he had to come in like he was going to land. Oh my god. On where the catapult is. Yeah. Know, and you know, get down kind of low, but he had to be going at a certain speed, you know, and pull up, you know, with the cameras running and, you know, to simulate it, you know, to make it, you know, they could cut it together to where it looks like he actually took off. And I, they I was going to ask, that was going to be my next guess. Like did someone just buzz the deck and then, and then pull up and do that. Yep. That's basically what he did. <clears throat> Planes are not going fast enough when you take off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was doing. <clears throat> he had some speed when he was when he did, pulled this off, and you know, and he, I think he said he did it three times. That must and, have been just fun as hell. Oh yeah, and he said, you know, and he had no idea, you know, he did it, like I think he said he did it twice, and, um, you know, and he just uses mirrors to try to keep, you know, the carrier you know, behind him, you know, sure. as much as he could. And uh, he, you know, did it twice and then he came back and then, you know, of course they send off the, the dailies or whatever. And <laughs> are, he, are you he, about to tell me it didn't work? <laughs> he wasn't, he didn't know. He, he wasn't sure. sure, you know, so he went and, you know, when the, when the dailies came back, he was already in the air going to do it again. You know, and um, so I guess he did. He did it twice. He was going. He was in the air when the, the dailies come back. He did it again. You know, and then he got to see the dailies, the from the previous two times, and they were very close. But you know, he had to make just a couple adjustments, and he went and did it again, and he got the shot. Somehow he managed to pull it off. So, man, that would have been fun. Yeah. And you can tell how much he had to, you know, uh, make adjustments with it. Because if you watch the tail fins Mm -hmm. of the plane, you can see the rudders like coming straight over, like all the way over real fast, you know, you know, and you can see how much he had to you know turn it you know to get it to work but yeah wow yeah it's a really cool shot man you can see the uh what do you call the uh what do you call the sticky uppy part of the plane on the back the you mean the fins or the yeah the fin things yeah the tail that's well okay whatever the the technical name for those is (laughs) you can see him flexing as he puts all that all that g-force on it oh yeah well, I guess if you if if you slow it down enough, and you get there to second three, okay. If you're if you're looking at it, you can you know the the 
ships on the left side, you know, mm-hmm. and the planes on the right, and you can see the 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 like smoke stream, you know. Yeah. And you can see where he came from, which was not the catapult. Because the catapult oh. actually the catapult actually has planes parked along it. He's in the front because the catapult's in the front of the the ship. You know where they land. Oh, is, sure, okay. I can so see if that. if you look at the catapult, there's planes along along. Oh, you're right. Along it's where the like catapults he... weave. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like he took off from. Uh, well, okay, yeah, because that's the. Well, okay, hold on. I want to dispute what you're saying slightly. You know the thing that uh, sticks out of the front of the old school um, catapults where it catches the cord so it doesn't bounce up into the plane. That little. Yes. Yes. There's. There's some of those back, back on that recovery deck too, isn't there? Um, I can't maybe. really tell in this video. Yeah, I can't. Really I thought see. there was because aren't there four catapults, or are there only two? Well, according to the movie, there are four. Okay, <laughs> but there aren't in real life. Well, I, I've ne- I've only been on one aircraft carrier in my life, and that was the USS Midway. And I went on it in May, and they only had two catapults. I have so, to look this up. How many so, catapults are there on the Enterprise? Yeah, I, I don't know. Four. They had four. There's four. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, there you have I'm it. Seeing if I can get a good picture of it. So that makes more sense than in the movie when you know later on the thing happens. Yeah. Oh, while you're doing now, that. I want to see. I want to see those catapults now. Mm-hmm. You know, those reco- those hook recovery things. There, there are only two of them on pictures of the Enterprise. Oh. Yeah. Eh, but what else? Yeah. In real life, there were four. So here we are. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he takes off, and then uh, they get up in the air. Merlin finally gets to talk, or good buddy tim robbins you know we haven't seen him since the beginning of the movie um which is kind of weird because you know when um when maverick was sitting on the ship you know on you know on the catapult waiting you know they showed him but they never showed marlin in the back you know it's like that would be a great time to you know to, give- to see that there was someone back there yeah, yeah, that was a little bit confusing when you're watching the movie too, because it's like, is he just alone? Right. But so yes. I had I had no idea Tim Robbins was Merlin. I <laughs> I didn't know that at all. That's crazy. Was yeah. he a nobody in 1986? Uh, he, I think he'd done a couple little things, but he wasn't the Tim Robbins, you know, at the time. You know, he was still still kind of new. I was the same way. I I've always seen, you know, I've seen like I we talked. I have seen this movie hundreds of times. Oh yeah. And until I and you know, I've seen the credits, you know, and I see Tim Robbins' name pop up. I'm like, where was Tim Robbins? I I always see him in the credits. I never remember it until it gets to the credits, and I'm like, oh yeah, I was supposed to look for Tim Robbins. Who the heck is Tim Robbins? In this movie, and then. You see him at the very end, and he gets out, and you know, comes out of the plane with his helmet off, and I'm like, "Oh, there he is! Where's he been?" 
know, was he on the ship? That is you know, because so you don't actually see him coming off the plane. You know, you just see him on the ship. You know, like, ah, uh, so who was he? You know, and it until I did my research for this podcast, that's when I found out Tim Robbins played Merlin. Because you never see, was- you never, you always see him with his helmet on. You know, every time yeah. you see, until the very end of the movie. So wow. That just makes me want to get into Q&A where Tim Robbins is so I can just ask him endless, ceasing, unceasing questions about Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was just nobody before Top Gun. He was just, you know, like on the love boat and stuff. Yeah. Background player in Moonlighting. Mm-hmm. And then after and then after Top Gun, boom! Howard the Duck. Yeah, and Bull Durham. To the top, baby. Yeah, and then Bull Durham and, yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Wow, um, Eric the Viking. That's mm-hmm. just so weird. It's so crazy that Tim Robbins is in all of these scenes. Yeah, and you don't that realize is, it. that is the surprise of this podcast for me. <laughs> Mine too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he he wants to know what uh, where Iceman's at. What's their what's his position? Ice is like zero nine zero at one hundred eighty miles. You know it, that hasn't changed. He's still in the exact same spot apparently. Yeah, they're just circling around each other all really yeah. tight. Yeah, just a lot of back and forth. Um, he said, you got three MiGs coming dead ahead, you know. Uh, and they fly past. But you see two of them on the left side. And then I guess the other one's on the right side. Oh, yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Yeah. Yep. And that's consistent, too. You know, that's the thing about this footage. That's kind of fun to, to find out. They paid attention to the geography. They paid attention to what was going on. And stuff makes sense when you follow it through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This battle makes sense. It isn't just random images and then they're just saying stuff. And then you follow that way. If you watch this movie silently, you can make sense of the battle by what they're showing on the screen. Right. Uh-huh. Which is something I didn't appreciate before. So Ice decides to turn around and go after him. You, you know, he's going to go after the three, you know. And you remember, he's by himself now because mm-hmm. Hollywood is down. Maverick's not there yet. You know, so he's going to go after three. <laughs> uh, but then Slider says we have, they have four on their tail, and that makes six of them. So now they got six planes after them, six MiGs. Not good. The very final shot of this uh, of this minute is just beautiful. Yeah, it just looks like it looks like buzzard circling. <laughs> it's it's so cool. Yeah. Uh, but they start shooting guns at him, and he miss. Okay, here we go. So the you know Stinger wants to know where they're at. You know, because uh, I says. You know, he's on the defensive. He he can't, you know, he's getting chased. He can't get in an offensive move. So Mm -hmm. Stinger wants to know where they're at. And he says 160 miles and closing in fast. You know, so here's that line we were talking about. Stinger says, ready Willard and Simpkin off cats three and four. Okay. So Willard and Simpkin. Hmm. Who are these characters? We've never seen these characters. We've never heard of these characters. 
we've talked about this before uh in, earlier two of the pilots the actual pilots was uh rat willard and john simpkin john simpkin okay rat willard uh was the basically the xo of top gun at the time and he's the one who basically you know was the one who you know who talked to tony scott you know to figure out what he wanted to do what he could do and compromise okay and then he was the one who was relaying it to their whole plan out to all the other pilots you know and with the the little models you know and you know putting it down on a whiteboard you know and using <laughs> using different colored markers to say who's who or whatever you know so that's who that was john simpkin we talked about uh two weeks or last week uh john simpkin was uh technical advisor also he's one he was on at every every scene of this movie he was in any anything on the ground of course he was in it he he was like in background? the background. Yeah, he was in the background. Um, he was well. He was he was always there, but they put him in a couple scenes. He was in the um, you lost that love and feeling scene. He was sure. right behind um, Maverick and Goose when they were singing. You can see him there. Okay, uh, and he was at the graduation scene. Uh, he's the one who shook his was the first person to shake Maverick's hand as he he showed up at graduation. So Willard and Simpkin, you know, sure they get to get named in the movie. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and like we said, there was, and then they get the most ignoble ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maverick says he's going supersonic. He'll be there in thirty seconds. You know, and I says like, get your ass here because I got five of me. I'm in deep shit. You know, hurry the hell up. Maverick's all thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. And like you said, it's at the end of this, uh, very end of this minute, you, like you said, this crazy looking thing where all the planes are just doing a bunch of rolls and all kinds of weird things. This is actually called a rolling scissor. That's what that move is. Um, so is that a is that a decorative move or is that a combat move? I'm not really sure exactly, but um, Pete Pettigrew, the guy who was the real Viper, you know, wanted to put something that looked really cool in the movie. And this was his idea to do this. I don't know what the heck it's supposed to be, but it just looks like a bunch of planes just rolling around in circles in a weird, almost like a, if if you put all these planes in like a barrel, like in if they were in a barrel, sure, and they were stuck to the outside, you know, like the center, you know, like a centrifuge type thing, they would all be stuck to the edge, and you roll the barrel, and that's what it's happening. They're just rolling, <laughs> rolling and rolling and rolling. Well, to my, you know, what I know about dog fighting, which isn't much, I'm not a dog fighter, and I've never had an interest in aerial that much interest in aerial combat. But, you know, you pick up things over the years, five, six decades of, of life. Mm-hmm. It seems like what the point of of dogfighting is and what the point of Top Gun was, 
was to teach people how to get behind the enemy. Right. How to how to maneuver and get behind it. And in fact, the F-14, what was it? The Phantoms before the F-14? Yeah, the F-4s, yes. F-4 Phantom. Yeah, the F-4s weren't maneuverable enough. Right. So they made these so they made these F-14s with the with the variable wing so that they could get some real maneuverability out of it. And then yeah. started Top Gun so they could teach people to use the technology, right? Yeah. And I would totally buy this. What's it called? Folding scissors? Rolling scissors? Rolling scissors. Rolling scissors as, like, I could imagine, maybe it's just for the movie and maybe it's not in real life, but I could imagine this being a thing that people were constantly doing in the air, attempting to, like, get behind each other so they could get off a shot. That seems like a thing that that might really happen if you were watching this many planes dogfighting. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't know. Do you know? Have we had okay, so we had dog fights in uh we had some pretty good dog fights happening in Vietnam, which is why all this started. Right. Um did we ever have a war where there were a lot of dog fights like this ever again? Because we, we got air superiority pretty quick everywhere else for the rest of the uh the rest of the time, as far as I know. Yeah, I, I, I think it's just Vietnam and Korea were like the main, the main ones, and that's like you said, that's why they started Top Gun. And then, I mean, every other little conflict we had, you know, like with Libya or um, Iran or whatever, you know, and then until Desert Storm, and in Desert Storm, you know, it was the whole, you know, what what they call that. Uh, shock and all shock and all you know no so, no so was yeah. it called that in desert storm yeah was, whatever it was yeah shock and all because they mm-hmm. went in they went in you know you know full full power went in blew the crap out of them and before they could do anything you know so i i, I don't think there was many i don't think there was i don't i can't say there wasn't any dog fighting you know but you know i was in high school i, I don't know they blew them up on the ground. We got air superiority in the first 10 minutes of that war. Right. Yeah. I mean, all, and I, then, got, um, I watched it on CNN. And, with everybody and then during um, during Desert Shield, a couple of times, he got a couple of planes up in the air and they were immediately just wiped out. Yeah. So other. Yeah. So I don't think there's been any actual like. Dog fighting scenarios that's happened yeah i was trying to i was trying to think about you know in iraq or in uh like anywhere were there any was there any dog fighting that happened like with other countries did they have anything at the falklands or any of those wars uh, i don't or engagements i don't probably I don't, not i don't think yeah. so but hey we're prepared if there is you know, if, if there was ever going to be one, I guess, I guess, I guess we're prepared. Now, now, but Miramar closed, right? Well, no, it's still open, but it's now a Marine base. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, the Navy moved to Fallon uh, in Nevada. Okay. Which is where they filmed all the flying scenes in the mountains for this movie. Nice. Yeah. That place, that base was crazy back in the 90s. We went <laughs> up there. And I can't remember if it was still Top Gun at that time or not. You know, like 91, 92. Yes. Or yeah. if it was just, but like everything surrounding that base 
was just version was variations of stripper clubs. <laughs> like there was a pool hall, but you would go there and you would pay a naked lady to play pool with you. Or you could go do your laundry, but there were naked ladies around that would like be naked for you while you're doing your laundry. It was just like all over that town. It was such a Navy town. Wow. <laughs> or at least the area of that town. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, it was the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I could see that. Uh, they like their pilots there, I guess. I guess so. Oh, uh, you know what we like around here? What do we like around here? Podcast. Kaboom. <laughs> Podcasts. Won't Podcast. you plug? Won't you plug one? Oh man. Oh, what to do? What to do? Okay, well, I'm involved in three different projects right now, and we already established earlier that I couldn't remember one of them. <laughs> which is just gonna which i just hate i'm doing a dungeons and dragons podcast it's not out yet so at least there's that yeah. by the time this this episode comes out we're, we haven't launched yet but i've got two other things going on i've got um i've got uh two movies by minutes podcasts one of them is uh better off dead that i do with my friend jason and the other one is the time bandits minute I'm doing with my friend Duncan that you were just on last week or so. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, we're launch, we're, we've kind of done a soft launch of that, but we are fixing some technical problems and we're going to have a hard launch pretty soon. And we've almost got all of the shows in the can. So that'll be fun. All I got to do is just hang out on Facebook and, and uh, talk to people about the movie instead of also editing and recording while I'm trying to get it all done. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My episodes won't, air for a little bit but yeah it was fun it was cool uh it was fun to talk about that movie because i watched that many times when i was a kid <laughs> you were just the right age yes i was so all right um well we'll get out of here we'll talk again tomorrow ghost rider this is kaboon requesting you to like and subscribe and share with your friends if you could, please rate and review me on your favorite podcatching apps. You can continue the discussion on Facebook at Top Gun Minute Listener School. Find us on Twitter at Top Gun Minute Pod. Send your emails to me at topgunminutepod at gmail.com. You can find us and all your other favorite movies done in this format at moviesbyminutes.com. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, this episode pattern is full.